Welcome to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope that you are encouraged and find deeper purpose and meaning in your walk with Christ. If you would like more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org. Being of one accord, one and one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but let let but in lowlessness of mind let each esteem each better than themselves. Look uh, not every man on his uh, own uh, things, but every man also on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which also is Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God but uh, made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in, for, being, uh, found in fas- fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, as we come to you, I thank you. I thank you, Lord, for the blessings of life. Lord, I've done the best I could do. And Father, I ask that you would send your anointing tonight, this morning, Lord. Father, your will be done. And use me, Lord, to be a blessing to you. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, Amen. Let this mind be in you which was in Christ Jesus. That's a big mouthful. A goal in our life should be. It should be this. I want to be like Jesus, not necessarily in physical form, but in mind, in heart, to be like Jesus. The mind of Christ. That's what I want to share with you this morning. I want to share with you the kind of a mind that Christ had and it would be a great, great goal if we could just come to being what this says. Christ had a mind, a mind of humility. A mind of humility. A friend of mine said one time, he said, 
when a person starts to feeling like they are humble, that's when they'll change their mind. Said, you have to not think you're humble, but you have to act humble. The mind of humility and being found in the fashion of man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Jesus loved you enough and me enough that he, in his mind, he said, I'll die for you. That's something that we need to think about, that he loved us so much. How much does Jesus love you? This much. Just this much. Where it stretches out across a, a cross. With the hands reached out, that's how much he loves you. Giving his life so you and I could have a life and a mind of humility. Jesus gave his life for us in a means of humility. How many of you think, and I'm asking you a question now, how many of you think that you are a very obedient person? You never have a thought of your own. It's just whatever God wants, I'm going to do it. Jesus had an obedient mind. But the things that we're talking about with Jesus and his mind is an example for us to strive for, put it down, look for it, do the best you can, and put yourself in the place where Christ would be put. Ob obedient mind. He was obedient to the suffering of the cross. To the rejection of self to follow the will of God. That's something that we can look at. He wants to follow us in obedience. Well, he's God. He don't have to be obedient. He came from heaven to earth. Spent three and a half years on the earth. God allowed his son voluntarily, obediently to come to the earth so that he could make a way, so that he could make a way for you and for me. That's something to be thankful for. He was obedient.
this is what God wanted for Jesus to do. But Jesus said, I lay my life down. If I lay it down, I can pick it back up again. He's been obedient in his mind in what is right, what's wrong, and he's going to do what God wants him to do, his Father wants him to do. He's going to accomplish it. Folks, let me tell you, being obedient sometimes is a works job. Did you hear what I said? Sometimes an obedient mind is hard to find. But when you do find out how you can be obedient to Christ, to the power of uh, the Holy Spirit, and to God himself, we start to find ourselves getting a little closer to God and how we'll be blessed by God, and how that God will say, good job. And that's good to hear spoken from God. You did a good job. And you think God don't say that? Oh, yeah. I was standing behind Eddie Volgamore's body with my hands on his shoulder in church. It was on Friday night. But I was there. And he was crying. And he said, I'm ready. I'm ready. Folks, God helped him to have an obedient mind for that one moment of time anyway. Amen. A mind of humility, a mind of obedience, and now the mind of a servant. Why in the world would God ever want his son to be a servant? Because it's teaching us how to be a servant. The mind of a servant. But made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant. The form of a servant. And was made in the likeness of men. That was a big step. For him. The mind of a servant. A lot of people that have served gospel causes or were servants in the political arena. But most of the time, when those servants start, it's selfishness. It's mostly selfishness. Was Jesus selfish in his mind of being a servant? 
No, he wasn't. He wasn't looking to be a servant and, boy, this is going to get me a higher level place. He came here to serve for you and me. And that's something to think about. He came to serve us because with his being a servant, he's showing us the way to get ready to go home. And I thank God for that. The mind of a servant. What do you think? Are you being trained? To be trained to be a servant means that you've got to place others over your head. I like when I feel it in my bones. I like feeling the job of being a servant to my elder brother, Jesus Christ. What a way. What a way. What a way to live. A mind of a servant. I don't know if you ever think about being a servant, but if you've got a job and earning a, a paycheck, you probably are a servant because of the product that they're producing or the service they're providing for others. That's, that's something to think about. That's something to think about. A mind of humility, a, a mind that's an obedient mind, and a mind of a servant, a mind of forgiveness. If anybody ever had the right to stand up and be less than forgiven, it would be Jesus. From our Sunday school lesson this morning to the very cross, he had a mind of forgiveness. Many times he was belittled, put down, made to feel like something less than a human, but he was always forgiving. Forgiving. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. While they had di driven nails, nails in his hands, in his feet, spear in his side, he could look at the same group that had just done it. He was looking at the same group that had been putting him down. And he could still say, Father, forgive them. They're not, 
They, they don't know what they're doing. But Lord, Father, forgive them. The mind of humility, the mind of obedience, the mind of servants, a mind of forgiveness, and a mind of love. A mind of love. How much love does it take? How much love did it take for Jesus to use? To say, forgive them. How much love did it take for him to say, it is over? How much did it take in love of Jesus Christ to touch your mind the day you got saved. How much love did it take when you or I were just doing whatever we want to do, when we want to do it, and how we want to do it? Don't say I've never done that. Because I, I wouldn't believe you if, if you said that to me. And you wouldn't believe it if I said it to you. The mind of love. Love, what does it do? It looks beyond the faults and sees the needs. What does a mind of love do? It opens up an avenue that you can have to build a relationship with God. You say, oh, I could do that without love. No, you couldn't. I don't think, I don't think you could. But the mind of love. Scripture says, to fulfill ye my joy, that ye may be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord. That's good. That's good. Of the mind. The mind of love. Jesus had a mind of, are you ready for this one? I'm not sure you are, but I'll shoot it at you anyway. A mind of holiness. Mind of holiness. That's something that has been tossed out of the church, mostly. 
holiness. That's you're just being set aside for a strength added from God. That's what holiness really is. Just to be separated. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, performing holiness in the fear of God. And that's from Ephesians 4.24. Holiness. Every one of our goals should be trying to fit in most of these, but the one of holiness is something that we should be looking at and wanting to accomplish like Jesus did. Two more things. He had a Mind and attitude that reflects God as a mirror. Jesus speaking. Say that again. Mind and attitude that reflects God as a mirror from Philippians 2.5. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Last thing. Jesus had one strong part of his mind. A mind of prayer. From John chapter 17. A mind of prayer. God loves you. God cares for you. He serves you. And with everything that I've just said this morning, would be Thank you for listening to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope this has been a blessing to you and that you will share this with your family and friends. For more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Stockdale underscore UCC.